We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Happy Saturday, everybody. Welcome in to another episode of the Mavs Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. You can find me on Twitter at Dalton underscore Trigg. You can find all of my work over at DallasBasketball.com, all of my written work, that is. Woo-wee! What a game for the Mavs. Blowout. Blowout fashion over the Thunder. 146 to 111. Uh, in P.J. Washington and Daniel Gafford's Mavericks debuts. Just, just, oh, man. Just, I I can't even, it'll come to me in a second, but I'm having a hard time coming up with the words to describe how that makes me feel. It it feels like you have a buzz. Watching what we just watched makes you feel like you're floating. That's how good the Mavs looked with their new additions of P.J. Washington and Daniel Gafford. Unbelievable stuff. The Mavs are a season-high seven games over 500 now at 30 and 23. The Thunder, they, are the, they were the second seed in the, uh, in the West. They're a very good defensive team. And the Mavs hung 146 points on the Thunder. Like, just unreal game in a debut. And, you know, Luka did his thing, 32 points, 8 rebounds, 9 assists, only played 31 minutes, didn't touch the floor in the fourth quarter because it was a blowout. Kyrie Irving, 25 points, 6 rebounds, 8 assists, Shot 11 of 19 overall. Uh, He was a team high, plus 32 on the night Kyrie Irving was. So the Stars did their thing. Neither one of them cracked more than 33 minutes, which is amazing. Uh, And then you have the new guys, Daniel Gafford, who we have talked about over the last couple of pods. We knew He's going to be a seamless fit with this Mavs team. Playing with Luka and Kyrie, if you're a you know athletic big who can jump and get rebounds and catch lobs and all that stuff, set screens well, which Gafford does, you're going to be a seamless fit. And sure enough, he was. But even, even with being a seamless fit, fresh off the plane from Washington, uh, D.C., you know, I, I wouldn't have expected Gafford to come out there and put up 19 points, nine rebounds, and a block in 17 minutes 
off the bench. He had 19 points and nine rebounds, shot seven of 11 from the field in 17 minutes off the bench. And y'all, Derek Lively is still out. (laughs) When Derek Lively comes back, the Mavs are going to have a full 48 minutes every game unless something crazy happens where you're going to have at least one of Lively and Gafford on the floor at the same time. This is uncharted territory for the Mavs. The Mavs have never had this. Even if you go back to the to the Tyson Chandler days, the Mavs have never had this kind of center rotation. With upside, too. Gafford's 25 years old. Lively is 19 years old. He is he Lively's got a long way to go and he's still already good. So unbelievable stuff, man. Um uh, four of Gafford's nine rebounds were offensive rebounds. Just a man in the paint. Uh, Chet Holmgren didn't know what to do with Daniel Gafford. He just, he got swallowed up in this game. Like just such, such an incredible impact for the new guy. And look, PJ Washington, he started out slower. He had only five points and he was shooting uh, two of five at halftime of this game. Uh, But he ended up with 14 points and five rebounds, had one assist, one steal in 24 minutes off the bench, shot six of 10 overall, and he was a plus 24 on the night. Played great defense. You know, there was that was one of the, the knocks on P.J. Washington. Everybody said, oh, well, we're not sure if he's going to play good defense or not. He was in Charlotte. <laughs> he was in Charlotte. Look at the players that P.J. Washington had around him. You know, he, he's long, he's athletic, he moves his feet well. Uh, doesn't get blown by very often, at least didn't in this game. I mean, it, this looks like a complete game changer for the Mavs going forward. And it's not just a one-year thing because both guys are on long-term contracts past this season. So, man, uh, very exciting times for the Mavs. This is, uh, this is something. They're on a four-game win streak. You know, the next two games are very winnable. They play the, the Wizards and the Spurs before – uh, the all-star break, there is a very solid chance unless, you know, they just have like a horrible, horrible shooting night one of these nights. There's a very good chance the Mavs could be riding a six-game win streak going into the all-star break. And then on the on the other side of that, you probably have both Derek Lively and Dante Exum back from their injury. So I don't want to overreact too much to one game. But my eyes saw what it saw <laughs> in that game uh, against the Thunder. And, uh, you know, the Thunder are not scrubs. The Thunder do not have major injuries like, you know, these last couple of games where, you know, uh, uh, like with the 76ers, for example, Joel Embiid was out. This is not the case with the Thunder. Shea Gillius, say Shea Gillius Alexander, I don't, who cares, SGA. <laughs> he was playing. Uh, you know, they had their full starting five with SGA, uh, Josh Giddy, Lou Dort, uh, Jalen Williams, Chet Holmgren. And yet the Mavs just completely dismantled OKC. 
And, you know, the Mavs cl climbed back from a huge deficit the last time they played OKC, and they just weren't able to pull it off. So, you know, that momentum carried over with this team, this version of the team now that has the new additions. And I'm not going to overreact too much, but if if this first game after the trades is any indicator, this Mavs team is not going to be in the play-in tournament at the end of this season. They're going to win a lot of games, a lot of games. And I think they could climb as high as fifth. And depending on how the top four finishes out in these last 30 games or so, maybe they can sneak in there and get home court and steal it from one of those teams that's in the top four right now. I don't I don't know how likely that is, but, you know, climbing out of the play-in tournament and being like in the fifth spot, for example, and avoiding all the, the play-in stuff, that is very much on the table for the Mavs. And once they get in the playoffs, it's a different animal. You know, it's uh, it's crazy. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, it's really, this is something that Mavs fans who watch all the games have been here through the all the hard times, all the, you know, ever since the championship, things have just been kind of, you know, in the mud, Dirk's twilight years were awful. They've never had, you know, a really solid center rotation. They've always been kind of soft since then. You know, no, no oomph in the lineup, no attitude and everything. That's changed now. You know, Luke, when Luca got drafted, you know, that started the change and he brought excitement to the team and everything. And they've had some good teams since. They had that 2022 Western Conference Finals run. This is this is a different feel. This is something that the Mavs haven't had. Even that 2022 Conference Finals team didn't have the, the strength, the defensive anchors that they have right now, you know, on this team. So, look, there's a long way to go. There's a lot of extra chemistry that has to be built, even though – uh, Gafford and Washington seem like seamless fits. You know, they, they, they still got a there, – there's a few things that the coaching staff can clean up. You know, Jason Kidd, I didn't really like his rotations early in this game. The Mavs went up 20, and then, you know, they kind of let their foot off the gas a little bit, and the Thunder closed it down to within like six or seven points, I believe, um, before the Mavs broke it back open in the third quarter. So – I'd like to see Kid, you know, do a better job distributing these guys out and, you know, not having not having so much talent out of the game at one time to where you almost completely give up a big lead because that's been a problem all year. But the good thing is the Mavs have the firepower all around to where they shouldn't be able to they shouldn't have to completely collapse now. They should be able to stop it. Stop the avalanche, so to speak. So Man, unbelievable stuff. Um, like I said, the Mavs now, they'll play the Washington Wizards, so it won't take long for Daniel Gafford to get a, a, you know, some some time against his old team, maybe get a revenge game for being traded. Uh, hopefully it's not in the opposite direction, and hopefully Rashawn Holmes doesn't, <laughs> doesn't have a revenge game against the, uh, against the Mavs. But then the Mavs play the Spurs and we'll get to see how, you know, Gafford and Washington and hopefully lively is back by then. We'll see how, you know, they 
matchup against Wimbenyama. We've already seen how lively matches up against him, and he matched up pretty well. Uh, but now it's a full 48-minute rotation for the for these Mavs bigs. And look, Luca is happy. He knows what he has at his disposal now. Because right out of the gates, when uh, Gafford and Washington checked into the game about halfway through the first quarter. They checked in together off the bench, got a standing ovation from a raucous American Airlines center crowd. Uh, and then immediately, Luca throws a lob to Daniel Gafford, way up top where only he can get it. He slams it down. Less than a minute after that happens, Gafford sets a screen at the top of the key for Washington. Washington curls around it and goes to the rim. Luca throws a lob to him as well for his first basket for the Mavs. So back-to-back alley-oops for for Gafford and Washington to start their Mavs debut. Just uh, electric stuff, electric stuff. I'm I'm so pleased because on paper when the Mavs made these moves, I know some people were upset about the draft capital stuff, you know, trading a pick swap to OKC – in order to give Washington um, a first-round pick for Gafford and then trading the 2027 first with Holmes and Curry uh, in order to get P.J. Washington. But look, guys, this is for a foundational type of thing. I mean, both of these players, Gafford has two years after this season that he's on contract. P.J. Washington has three years after this season. They're both 25 years old. This is a move that I think had to be made, both of these moves, and I think Nico Harrison did the right thing. And again, it's early, and I'm trying my best. I know it doesn't seem like it, but I'm trying my best not to overreact. But this team is going to make some noise. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's going to make some noise. You have two of the best players in basketball, in Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving, and now you have guys surrounding them that do the necessary things, the nitty-gritty things that can take this team over the top. And that is something that has been missing for a long time. It feels like 
it feels like the Mavs have finally done what they need to do to to take that next step. And look, I mean, it would have been great for the Mavs to sign Spencer Dinwiddie on the buyout market. He ended up going to the Los Angeles Lakers, but I mean, he's going to get more playing time with the Lakers because, <laughs> uh, you know, I I could see a situation where Dinwiddie ends up not being happy with his with his playing time with the Mavs, depending on situations. So, uh, and once Exum comes back, you know, I, I honestly I would have rather had Dinwiddie as an insurance policy because I think he would help uh, Tim Hardaway Jr playing with him off the bench and really just, you know, filling in if Kyrie has to miss some games, he has chemistry with Luca and all that. But, you know, Dante Axum, if he can stay healthy, which is a big if, but if he can stay healthy, he's played some really good uh, basketball for the Mavs this season uh, on both ends of the floor. You know, in transition, he's a blur. Uh, he plays some really good perimeter defense. So it'll be good to have him back. I'm assuming he'll wait until after the All-Star break before he comes back. But we'll see, you know, these next couple of games if Lively comes back. Uh, and if not, both I assume both of them will be back after the All-Star break. So, guys, great times to be Mavs fans right now, to be Mavs media people getting to cover an exciting team. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I'm so glad the Mavs did not stand pat at the trade deadline. I'm glad they, you know, kind of pushed their chips in, so to speak, uh, and made some moves, some necessary moves to take the next step. Because like I said, Oklahoma City, they're they're not scrubs. That is a very good team. Inexperienced, young, but that is a very good team. And the Mavs just completely whopped them <laughs> on Saturday afternoon uh, at AAC. So Guys, look, I appreciate y'all coming in here and listening to me rant for a little bit. Um, it's funny because I said I wasn't going to come on here until Saturday uh, because I was, you know, I was sick the week before last. I was still kind of getting over that. I uh, had so much going on with the with the day job and all the, the writing at DallasBasketball.com because of the trade deadline, all that stuff. And, you know, sure enough, after the trades go down, this is the third pod in like 72 hours. So uh, there you go. <laughs> uh, expectations versus reality. So I, I can't help myself sometimes, but I appreciate every one of you for coming in and listening uh, You know, to us every week, whether it's just me by myself or if I've got my guy Drew Johnson or Grant Afseth with me. And by the way, Grant Afseth will be joining me Monday before that Wizards game. Uh, and we're going to talk about some some trade post-trade stuff as well as, you know, the potential of this team going forward. But uh, I do appreciate every one of you. Please be sure to like, rate, subscribe, uh, hit the subscribe button on our YouTube channel. Leave us likes and comments there. I want to hear from y'all. So, you know, in the, in the comments of this video, if you're on YouTube, uh, you know, let me know how you're feeling about how, you know, the Mavs looked on Saturday with, with Gafford and Washington and, you know, what your expectations are going forward. So, guys, I appreciate it. Y'all have a great rest of your weekend, and I will see you probably Monday afternoon. We'll see you next time. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. 
Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.